You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, uh, we're going to be covering a few movies. And now that we have Halloween out of the way, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're going to do uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. And we're also going to cover uh, Totally Killer and No One Will Save You. And, you know, we're a little kind of late on these things, really, because they've they've been out a little bit. Yeah. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, obviously, is like just last week and, you know, hitting for Halloween and everything. Right. And so this is a good time uh, in the, in some sense of the word time anyway, uh, to, you know, st- kick this off, right? Because we're going to cover three <laughs> movies as best as we can uh, <laughs> right, as we roll into uh, the end of the year. Yeah. When... Uh, you guys, it, we, you have to shift gears in yeah, in in the show. Um, and if you've been listening to us for a while, thanks. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, you know, the first like quarter to half of the year is you know really getting to dive into yeah whatever the movie of the week is uh, because really you know we could do multiple movies. Yeah, every week, all year long, um, you know. But it's not like what we're after, right? What right. we're after is actually trying to uh, get into these movies. But at the end of the year, you just can't. Right? Uh, there's so there's, many. there's too many. Yeah, that are <laughs> big legitimate things, right? During the rest of the year, I feel yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that there's like the one thing, and sometimes we might throw in two because sometimes. Two yeah. huge things might right. might be happening at the same time, but overall. But now we're uh, kicking off with you know these three goofball movies <laughs> as our right. as our lead in to having to do several movies uh, per week yeah. as we run into award season. Yeah. Uh, so you know, happy holidays, and yeah. uh, we're gonna have to run through movies. And, and actually, with these, these are three of the weirdest movies to throw together, actually. Right. Um, but kind of awesome, like still post Halloween. Yeah. We're like letting you down gently from Halloween. Right. It's like the maybe looking for a common thread. The easiest. I mean, you can see Five Nights at Freddy's at the theater, like a lot of people are doing, but it is streaming. And so is No One Will Save You. So is Totally Killer. Like right, you, right. These are sort of like the post-strip Halloween things that you can watch at home. Sure. If you had to, if you wanted to. And if you don't care about... (laughs) Anyway. Um, And I'm not even going to get into anything uh, sidetracking us uh, away from the movies, except Mm. uh, the one thing is, I'm just going to like shout out uh, really quickly, if you haven't yet uh, managed the, the, the Continental uh oh. and because uh you know it's the it's on peacock it's right. the uh john wick it's the the story of the hotel except really it's not i mean it's not exactly the story of the hotel right. in a sense um at, as we got information that this was coming and there was all sorts of speculation about what they were going to do with it yeah and as far as I can tell, what they're going to do with it did change over time. Um, but early on, people thought what we were going to have was like a series where it's like, you know, really about the hotel. Right. And we would just watch stuff happen in the hotel. And maybe it'd be like, you know, very episodic content where yeah. like le- like legitimately episodic content where right. like, you know. Some someone would be like the assassin of the week, and we'd yeah. watch their story right. as they go through the hotel, or you know whatever. And uh, and it's nothing like that. It's actually the story of Winston right. um, and and his 
his coming into power. Uh, and so it's like way long ago yeah. in, <laughs> I guess, in some sense of way long ago, because it's, <laughs> uh, it's like Ian McShane's uh, Winston. Right. Um, but he's, you know, very young. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so if you had any questions about how long he's been doing this right. or Forever. how long he yeah. has been that institution, yeah. it's a really long time. That's funny. Anyway, but it's a three part. Uh, each one is uh, like an hour, hour and a half or something like they're pretty long. Jeez, um, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. And even with, uh, you know, a, a streaming hour. Right. It is still most of the time, yeah. like 46 yeah, minutes right. or whatever, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are pretty long. And and really, it's just one movie. It's, it's just, you know, like with the... Uh, as we're coming to experience what 10 part series, three part series, <laughs> yeah. all these things mean in today's world, uh, it just means that it's one giant long movie, right? Um, and it is, uh, so just to throw it out there, if you haven't seen it, uh, if you're interested in the John Wick world, it really is pretty good with a couple of caveats i have to throw out there now yeah. overall um i i sort of begrudgingly give it a seven like huh. uh it it <laughs> maybe should have more it maybe should have less for varying reasons <laughs> right yeah um first of all mel gibson's in it right. and you have to take something off for giving him money right yeah um I but guess. other than that yeah. the the thing is the first one the first episode is just awesome. I, I love the first episode. I still haven't seen those. With, uh, you know, there are a few things where they go a little goofy in some sure. things. and uh, But in the second and third, and the third is obviously like this big giant battle to take over the hotel. So it's right. all kinds of fighting and shooting and all this stuff. Uh, it all goes a little goofy. Right. The, the fighting, the killing, the... You know who can take what punishment and right. what all is happening. It's like, man, this is like John Wick world. Yeah, like not superheroes, right. right? Like nobody has any powers. Right. It, it's like you either you know know your gun kata or your whatever martial art right. fighting you're doing or whatever. Right. Or or you get killed or right. whatever. Right. But. It goes a little goofy in parts of it. In the first one, it's really good, and there is this uh, really good, you know, very John Wickian scene where, uh, you know, somebody is killing a lot of people and just, like, channeling Keanu Reeves's, like, best, you know... (laughs) gun foo whatever thing yeah and and it's really pretty cool and and well done actually right um but as the thing goes on it it does get a little into a a weird place some of the time not all not everything that happens right but some of them you're like all right i mean come on and then some of them are like we're kind of padding the length of this thing and it's Mm -hmm. like it's long enough you don't (laughs) right (laughs) it doesn't need to I don't need to watch people fighting for like 10 minutes. Like, I mean, you know what a 10 minute fight is like, you know, it's really, you know, it it just, it just keeps going and it's crazy. Right. Um, But the story of it is really cool, except for a couple of minor things where they, you know, there are certain points where you're like, even if you like the story, you're like, okay, people don't talk like that. (laughs) Like, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but overall, it's really fun and has like this cool mood to it, and mm-hmm. it's it it's very, you know, the hotel that was created and and right. the world and everything. But it does, you know, it does have a little bit of, you know, I don't know why we have to, you know, swirl in certain sure. things into everything. Like, just make the thing you're making right. and do it right like it should have been better and i say like begrudgingly a seven because it really should have been like a nine yeah you know at least and it could have been when we were when we were plotting it out i still remember when we saw the first john wick and i mean that's so stupid to say like i remember it i actually don't remember whether it was the first or the second but i'm pretty sure it was the first one because it was the style of violence that was just 
throwback to stuff that we'd seen early 90s right very very stylistic but very hyper violent as compared to what was happening and i remember just thinking the beauty of this story keanu reeves is fun and it's fun watching him in this role but it's the lore it's all the weird stuff and eventually you come around to the third film and you're like wow what i hate is the lore like you're dialing in too (laughs) much because it's all like the high table this and the super section rules that and I don't need Robert's Rules of Order or the esoteric group of, you know, I just just do the old thing again. But I remember watching, and I remember us talking about it and being like, the show is the Continental. Like, it really ought to be like a love boat where you have three or four main people and everybody else is a guest star. And maybe they come back and forth after a few episodes, but really it is the lore. Right. And then, you know, be careful what you wish for, right? Because right. I got too much lore. And then that's, it, but, and then that's not, yeah. But it seemed like that was an easy way to go. And it shouldn't have been because the rules of the Continental are, you know, no violence here. We're just, we're going to talk things out while bloody at the bar, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And I just thought, that's so much fun. Right. But it's and, also and so it, easy to it, screw up. It really was. And in the first movie, it was this great, it was not only like a great thing. It was like, you know, it it was like a teaching tool. Yeah. Right? It was like you could teach how to how to inject this stuff like perfectly into a movie. Yeah. And then by the third movie, it was like you're watching Office Space or something. It's <laughs> yeah. like all the here's all the bureaucracy of this shit right. that goes and you're like, what the hell is yeah. happening? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Right. Uh, all right. So that's enough of that. Um, just uh, it. It's really fun, and even though it's you know three really long things, it's yeah. uh, it's worth checking out uh, because you know that it's one of those things too where everyone was talking about it for a while mm-hmm. until it got really close to coming out. <laughs> right, and then yeah. and then no one's talking about it anymore. All right. So uh, jumping into these movies. So uh, I think for, <laughs> first we'll do uh, no one will save you. And uh, this is a, you know, it's like an alien uh, movie where that's like almost a spoiler in in a certain sense, except that it happens really fast. It does, and I think like they show it all throughout the trailer, too. It's, yeah. uh, you're like, you're barely anywhere in this movie. Right. Um, and, and what happens is, it like, if you stop this movie at like 40 minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, I think if you if you pull yourself out of things like at that kind of a point, you'd be like, "What the hell were the first fifteen minutes like? Right. Why did I watch any of that? Like, it doesn't right. have anything to do with anything. It's just this weird setup." And then as the movie goes on, then it wants to try to, you know, rope you back around into her life has all this meaning for what's yeah. happening, and we're trying to explain all these things. Yeah. And, you know, whatever, how she deals with stuff and what she, you know, thinks and feels while this is going on. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, come on, dude, there's like aliens yeah. and whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah. anyway, it, the movie is just uh, this this one girl. Yeah, Caitlin Decker. Woman, is, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, who, you know, all of a sudden she stumbles on right. the alien invasion. And and then uh, and I'm going to just say this also. Yeah, uh, for, this is not really like spoilery or whatever. But uh, she kind of kills one. Yeah, and then it's like we're off to the races, right? Then it's like uh, you know I don't. It, it's hard to explain through the movie's own version of what's going on. Right. Uh, exactly like what kind of happens, but basically they're like after her, right? And, uh, and, you know, whatever. Hilarity ensues. It's all very scary. They're weird aliens who look like, you know, the the gray version sure. of all the aliens in the... <laughs> Not eating alien, but like right. close encounter alien. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she kind of in quick beats like goes into town she lives Mm -hmm. she we're in this like rural place she's going back to like where she grew up kind of deal and she's in her rural house so she's you know far away from her neighbors and you have to go way into town which she does yeah uh which is kind of awful it's actually i i feel like the movie has a bit of a turning point 
when she first just goes back into town, mm-hmm. like after kind of the first encounter and stuff. And then yep. she goes back into town and then, and then all of a sudden you're like, what am, what am I watching right. now? Like what, right. who is this person making whatever decisions, right. that, you know, it's, it becomes very weird and it, it's almost like you just, the theory I think that the movie has, and now I'm like going on forever without even giving a oh, rating or anything, but the theory the movie has is almost like you're supposed to watch this kind of like you're reading the Odyssey, right? Yeah. It's like, this yeah. is just <laughs> this is just a huge allegory of, yeah. you know, things we're trying to talk about. You're not supposed to really, like, worry about why the hell the would logistics. he do that yeah, or, right. Don't think you that. know, whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so ultimately, um, in giving my rating, I feel like I have to just explain slightly that uh, there is, like, a half hour of this movie that I really kind of liked. Yeah. And it's early on and she's scared and she's running. And, and I think what she does as like, as an actress, right. Yeah. I think she does a really good job of, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. That like she delivers, I think a really good version of, you know, it, like if aliens appear in front of you, how are you going to act? Right. Act, right? right. Um, and then the movie, uh, outside of that 30, move, 30 minutes, the movie yeah. is just flipping bonkers. And, and then it ends in yeah. like the, it, it like triples down right. on just being yeah. bonkers. You thought right? that? Well, this. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I gave the movie a two and a half for uh, giving me at least like a half hour that that was pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, but that that was as much as I could, and and not only that, I would have given it more. I I would have given it maybe like in the four range uh, if it wasn't for the fact and it's not just the goofy ending, but if it wasn't for the fact that. Uh, internally nothing made any sense mm-hmm. right it was uh there was so much in the movie that was just like random that didn't have anything to do with what happened before like as far as the aliens and why the, what was going on right. right it seemed a lot like uh a movie studio like bought a small effect studio right and like this is what they had like we have this well stick it in right it doesn't matter if it means anything or whatever i don't know and it was like this whole theory of uh you know what's scary is you don't know what might come next right right <laughs> and it's like wait no <laughs> like i don't know anyway that's what i, I gave it to an uh we did not see this together and yet we gave it the same rating, almost for the exact same reasons, too. There's a solid part of the film. I mean, the movie is only 90 minutes long. And to think that a third of it is something that I was mostly having a good time with. Right. And yet, if you think of it in those terms, you know, so if two-thirds of it are bad enough to take whatever pleasure you have and bring it down to, like, almost three. You know, I, I thought about three, and I'm like, I don't I don't give it. I mean, this is dumb, but, you know, I wouldn't feel like I liked it enough to, for three, and I didn't think I hated it enough for two. <laughs> right. Um, it's a hell of a fun idea that isn't original at all. I mean, there are Twilight Zone episodes and Outer Limits things, you know, and in a weird way, I feel like that's where the sweet spot for this should have been. Although, without being too derivative, how do you do better than some of the best Twilight Zone episodes that right. have already done it? As we'll probably talk about later it, it, in this. It, that's... One of the things is, uh, if you made it into a Twilight Zone, you would have to remake some episode of Twilight Zone right. because it's too, right. it's similar, too similar to. And too we'll, many we'll probably talk about this at least again one more time. Um, you know, the, the things are so derivative now; they're, you know, it's so hard to keep track of everything. But there are new audiences who haven't seen Twilight Zone, you know, marathons the way I did, the way you have. So maybe this is an introduction to them, right? Um, I actually think Caitlin Decker does a great job, like you said. I, it had a weird, 
it, it was weird. So maybe 35 or 45 minutes in, I start losing my interest because the first interesting half hour of her, um, she's not an aloof person. She's an exiled kind of person. <clears throat> Excuse me. You you get clues as to why she's sort of, you know, exiled from the community that she's in, which is real rural anyway. And she seems really thoughtful and sweet and attending. Um, it, it, when somebody had seen this ahead of me, they're like, oh, you'll love this. It's like a quiet place, just freakier. And I thought, I hated a quiet place. I don't know why you would think that this would be interesting. And I understand now there's maybe one line of dialogue. If there's any dialogue, I actually don't remember if there's any dialogue in the film. Yeah. So I get it. It's mostly a home invasion with aliens and she's terribly outmatched. That, that's fun on paper. And, and in a weird way, like when you break down what was my favorite movie a handful of years ago, the vast of night, you know, if you're just telling me that in a small rural community, there's potentially an alien invasion, I'm all in, man. I'm all over that idea. This is compounded so much by bad decision-making, just unbelievable actions. You know, she does, like you say, later go back into town. She's aware that there's something happening. She has already made an encounter of first contact at her house. <clears throat> and when things go sideways, she just is like, well, I guess I'll just walk home. Right. And I'm like, actually, no you don't have anything here. I mean, we're supposed to believe that she has like some sort of compulsion about the love of this house. And she's not going to, you know, if that was it, you needed a better character to say like, not my house, not my, you know, from my cold dead hands, that kind of bumper sticker. Right. I don't get it. The guy, I had to look it up. Uh, Brian Duffield, who wrote and directed it, I actually like his work. I didn't realize that he'd written, he's written a bunch of things. One of them was one of the divergent films, he wrote Love and Monsters, which I actually had a lot of fun with yeah. a few years yeah. ago. Um, uh, he wrote Underwater. He didn't direct anything other than this um, and one other small thing. I think he's got talent, but I just feel like this sort of weirdly got away from him, that it was a good idea on a napkin. Right. And someone said, yeah, let's do that. Uh, I distracted myself. Except that maybe 45 minutes into the film, it had sort of a strange Blair Witch feeling. And by that, I mean... It sort of felt like no one had given Caitlin uh, a screenplay and was just like, okay, right. so this is what you're going to do stuff's now. stuff's going to happen. And you're going to react. <laughs> right. And we're going to green it in later, but just you're going to be like really – and I just – it felt so guerrilla commandoed made instead of scripted and thoughtful. And the problem is you just keep doing the same thing for like – 35 minutes and right. you don't believe that that person and then and then yeah doing. at some point somebody does have to make a decision right. and then you're right. like oh wait that yeah and so. and i think too the problem with this movie which we're not going to spend right no. like tons of time on mm -hmm. but uh you know it it has that once it's over right yeah. uh, it has like that twilight zone thing yeah right and the ending is like a weird Twilight Zone, right. you know, kind of, Push. here's right. something you were yeah. totally not expecting, right. right? Yeah. And it's like, it's it's like somebody said, you know, Twilight Zone uh, episodes and, uh, you know, Philip K. Dick stories. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a shocking twist like, right. uh, like The Sixth Sense or whatever. Right. But there is this, you know, Twilight Zone-ish, yeah. like, idea, right, of where we're, it's it's like uh, just suddenly things are, you know, right. here's the irony inherent in this story or, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be like a shocking twist or whatever. Yeah. But this one is like somebody had an idea for a Twilight Zone episode or wanted to have an idea for a Twilight Zone episode. And their theory was what happens at the end of a Twilight Zone uh, story yeah. is something you were completely not expecting because of what you've seen before. Right. And they took that to mean as long as I do anything right. that you did not expect me <laughs> yeah. to do, then it's now genius. it's a story. Yeah. <laughs> it's like That's a bad choice. And it's like at best this is – you know, a half hour, 40 yeah. minute like story yeah. that we're just filling in with a bunch of running and being scared right. like forever. Um, but for no real reason. Yeah. And then we have to have this story of, 
you know, her life and what happened to her and and why that comes out, right. which I'm not sure makes any sense. Although, uh, you know, I, I do have to, I feel like I have to note just, you know, I don't have to, but it's like Guillermo del Toro loved this. Yeah. And man, I am like, this, you know, to me, this is like, uh, you know, because I make fun of Roger Ebert all the time. Yeah. Right? Okay. But overall, overall, yeah. me and Roger Ebert agree, right? Like a sickening amount of time, right? Like we are very solid. close yeah. in, you know, eighty percent of movies. Yeah, we are like right there with right. each other, right? But this is like when I see something Roger Ebert said, "Go see this; it's awesome." And then I go see it, and I'm like, "What the <laughs> right. hell just happened here?" Yeah. Right. I don't know what he pulled out of this and why it's so great to him. Yeah. And I'm sure he's got a lot of explanation about how, you know, the story of her brought out in this way right. is like some magical creation or whatever. Um, the ending is nonsensical. And, the you know, the thing that I really hate about this movie, yeah. it, which you, you don't get in that, you know, first like half hour, whatever. Right. Is like the aliens are like every creatures, right? And it's like maddening. It's yeah. like you can't even be scared of what they want you to be scared of because you're just sitting there going, What are you doing? Right? Like you're so like taken out of what's going on, yeah, because they are just this weird, it's almost like you, uh, an AI program, right? That, that you just said. They look vaguely like this and do whatever you want. Whatever they can do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? I, I haven't talked to Guillermo, um, so I can only guess. But based on the things that he's always said about the films that he's always loved, you know, his films like Pan's Labyrinth has the, the young girl who is certainly under attack from all these magical things. I, I bet he just loved the novelty of it and how it probably made him tense. You know, no dialogue. Right. Artistic. You know, he's an indie. He, you know, he's a small. He's gotten very big, but he made some very small films and probably just loved the idea that no dialogue can create this feeling in his chest. And he really gets behind the identification of it and on and on and on. Yeah. And, and that's great. I didn't have that. I didn't have that feeling at all. Uh, no. You know, I really I loved the beginning where it was clear that there was something going on with some duality that she was alienated. You know, she was seen as the other from the community. Right. And then now there's aliens. Like there's, how do you treat the other? You know, are you aggressive? Are you dismiss? Like, what do you do when they make you encounter them? You know, and it's just like this metaphor for being ostracized potentially. I just thought it dropped the ball on all kinds of things. And it had a really good core concept, but you're right. right if it had been really tight, that could have been like a 45 minute, Twilight Zone episode right. and been another okay one, you know? So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that mess. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and skip that. And, uh, you know, I'm a little bummed in a way at the movie because, uh, you know, when I started the movie, yeah, I was like, man, why'd she do this? Yeah. Right. Me too. Because, I did it a bunch of times. Uh, like before I watched it. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> because at best, this is probably not helping your trajectory right uh right it, in like a one in a million shot maybe it is but yeah but she's good yeah she <laughs> i is. mean I, she's I, good i really like i even yeah. like her in this she I is too she is pretty good she it, is right good. yeah um at worst uh i feel like she has some scenes where you know, I'm not sure. She can't really get around what they want her to do, so she doesn't do it that good. Right. Uh, you know, I don't even, I don't know, right? Like, what the act? That's just what it. That's what the it guess. seems yeah, like, right? No, no, no. But in a lot of it, she's great. Yeah, right. I, you know. Yep. I don't. Know. Anyway, all right. Uh, moving on. Totally killer. Uh, yeah. Is <clears throat> another scary movie. Yeah. We'll say. Uh, it's uh, listed as comedy horror. Yeah, right. <laughs> because it's comedy horror. Right. Uh, and it is a time travel movie about uh, a high school senior, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, she grows up in this town um, where 
you know, X number of years ago right. when her mom was in high school. Yeah. Uh, the town uh, was the scene of multiple yeah, murders. There, there was like a uh, serial killer of some sort who mm -hmm. killed high school people. Yeah. Um, and so it's like her mom was friends with all the, the, the victims, the murdered people. Yeah. And uh, and anyway, so she goes back in time, um, and <laughs> and one of the one of the problems that I had with the movie yeah. was uh, it's it's actually really funny. I had to stop this for a minute yeah. um, at one point because I just I had to think about it like in the moment, right? right. Like, what did I not like? Right, right. Um, and so I think the time travel thing for me was like. Uh, time travel has to either be you explain it or you don't explain it at all, right? It has to either be you have a theory yeah. that you're going to try and, you know, you don't have to explain it, right? Because it's not real. You can't explain it. But you have to, like, have this theory that you're working on. You have to give me something. Or it's like hot tub time machine, right? right. It has to just be nothing. Right. <laughs> and then and then you just go, all right, fine. It's hot tub time it's machine, that. right? Yeah. And this one was trying to weirdly like thread right. that needle yeah. and be like both. And I was like, no, you yeah. can't. <laughs> right. You're you trying too much. You can't do that. Getting greedy. That's, that's not a thing. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, if you're going to have it be like a photo booth at a carnival, right? Mm -hmm. Then it has to just be Zoltar, right? Just it has, say, it has to just be completely yeah. accident. You have to just go in there, push the button, and then magic. Here we go. Right? It, not this whole, I built a time machine. Zebra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Right. Uh, so that's like the craziest. Anyway, she goes back to the time just before these murders happen. Yeah. And which is the eighties, right? right? And uh and so we get to see all the eighties stuff and listen to the eighties music. And uh it does have actually a really cool soundtrack. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um and, and I mean like a cool eighties soundtrack, right? Like right. not just a bunch of eighties pop songs or whatever, like actually cool eighties. Yep, yep. thought so too. Um anyway. Uh, so she has to go back. She has to now, like, kind of get herself into her mom's clique. She finds out that her mom was, like, this horrible, you know, mean girl, right. whatever. Um, and she, you know, she has a lot to deal with right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she has to just come to grips with who her parents are, <laughs> which is actually kind of cool, yeah. right? Um, you know, I, I wish one of my... Uh, major problems even though i mean i love back to the future and everything right um i always have thought like back to the future should just like dig into that a little bit oh, more okay. like yeah like you're just the idea that your parents are weirdos yeah you know like everyone else right. and like and like get in there a little mm -hmm. bit and like yeah. get a little dirty with that but anyway um so she has to do that then she has to you know she she goes to try and prevent the murders. She's trying to stop the murders, kill the murderer. Yeah. Um, because uh, and this is not a this spoiler. Is not a spoiler really. Um, because her mom gets killed. Yeah. It, in the present, in the real time. like just yeah. before she goes back. Right. So now she's like, "Aha! I can catch the killer here, yeah. and then he won't be there right. to kill my mom, right. and you know whatever." Um, and she goes back and like meets her best friend's mom right. when she, you know, and so this whole, like, there's, you know, there's parties and there's, yeah, right. you know, whatever. And then, you know, she knows the details because everyone does in the town, uh, kind of an idea. So she's like, this person got killed at this party and right. whatever, and she can go try and prevent things. And, uh, you know, then hilarity ensues and it's, you know, it's mostly comedic. It's not, right. uh, it's not especially horror. It's just that, you know, people get killed and, right. and it's a little weird. So it's not just like straight right. comedic right. because there is a little bit of chopping people up yeah. and stabbing them a lot. And there was this whole thing about, uh, a weird thing, not that we need this right now or whatever, but. Uh, there was this weird thing about stabbing everyone a certain amount of 16 times. times. It was the sweet 16 killer. Right. And it, and, and it was, was like, thing, yeah, but we never got like a, 
thing really i thought they said that, one small right? I, yeah i mean i guess it was like an ocd thing it's a very quick comment yeah. but i don't even think i can point <laughs> but it they but... they were like hitting that 16 times a lot right. at the beginning right and then yeah. you get through the movie and you're like so what was that about right that was it just was it just like was his fun. thing and it didn't matter right? right i don't know uh anyway so i give this movie uh and i think i'm being pretty generous but uh <laughs> I could only give it a four and a half. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it's really kind of just screams four and a half. Like it's, it's fun enough and it doesn't, you know, I, I don't really feel like it had a ton of negatives, you know, that were like bringing me down. Right. Um, It just didn't have a lot of positives. Right. And the main one is, it just really wasn't very funny. Right. It 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 didn't deliver really anything. Mm-hmm. It it was like, you know, maybe amusing. Yeah. Yeah. At well, times. It. But it wasn't really it it by the time I was done with it, you know, it didn't ever like serve any purpose other than <laughs> to just try and be like a right. four and a half kind of you know, look, Speak this the is video. It's got to put something on the shelf. Yeah, it's like, yeah. look, it's food, right. and right. maybe it's done taste real good it's or whatever. It's day, just this like right. kind of here's a little food. entertainment, you know, whatever. And so, fine, then that's what you get, and it's not bad, right? You know, it's not something that I would say like stay away from this because it's right. idiotic or anything, right. and it's yeah. not. And and this is a movie that very easily could have just been idiotic and i'd be going like don't even watch it right right um it just doesn't really bring a lot of positives that's interesting pretty fun but if if only this movie had been like actually really funny it would have been great because a lot of times you're dealing with the trade-off right right it does have parts that are funny but also it's just completely idiotic everywhere else right (laughs) right anyway uh so that's what i get for now yeah, it's um man, what a what a it's so weird to look back at it and watch it and just think, God, why wasn't it better? You know, because it's got all the right components. And I think um Kieran Shipka is really solid. Like everybody in the horror, you know, everybody in the horror genre world loves their screen queens. You know, they're like, she's got she's got something that she could do these kind of films for a long time. Um and she's really fun in it, and she has fun in it. This film has a weird, brisk pacing to it that isn't like a lot of other films that try to do what this film's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I get what you're saying too. It's almost like it's not nutritious, it's not really filling, but it's just it's food, and it'll stop your stomach from grumbling for a little bit. Uh, you liked it a little better than I did, but not much. I gave it a four, and I actually think one full star out of that four is the very my one of my favorite parts of the entire film, if not my favorite part of the entire film keeps happening. You have um, the the daughter goes back to the 80s, like you said, and she encounters her parents and her friends and sees like her best friend's mom, like you, you rattled off. The best part of the whole film for me is watching this um, contemporary child drop into the hell that we grew up in. People are smoking in cars. Right. People are saying words they shouldn't be and saying. And she's just like, what's and happening? And she's just yeah. like, oh, we're doing that now? Like, right. you really? And like, there's there's a there's a guy she encounters at the fair because the photo booth is the time machine. And again, they, they try to explain it with science, but really just make it for some strange reason. Like, right. in, in an 80s film, it would have been because the one night the stars are all aligned right. and the clock rang at 11-11. You know, there's like this dumb boogie boogie thing that would have happened but now we're too sophisticated she comes out of the time machine she's back in the in the uh early uh, mid 80s and the first person she encounters is a couple on a date and the guy has an fbi shirt and it says full booty uh, a booby inspector right right and she looks at it she's like really gonna wear that shirt because she's the pc police of 2023 and you cannot get away with that and even her date is like i like your shirt and you're like Okay, that's sort of a fun and that kind of joke. I thought, okay, disposable, but now we know what world we're in. 
it doesn't let up on her acknowledgement of the world is just wrong. Like right. you're smoking here. I got a ride from this weird woman. I'm not supposed to get in a car with a stranger. And she's like, ah, whatever. The kids are in the backseat. They look right. sad. They're coughing. Like it's <laughs> that one joke. They get more mileage out of for me for the whole film. And I loved it. That was actually my favorite part of the whole film. Uh, I found it derivative again, but I've seen so many films. I I think that the movie, you you hit on exactly what I felt. I think I'm going to try to torque it and see if I can nail it for both of us. Problem is, it acts like it's PG-13, and it's really R. This is an R-rated film. It needed to go R. It had to go real hard R. It would have been great if it had gone into R. Um, instead, it was, it was more like um, in a film that is better than this was Happy Death Day. That's a PG-13 right. film that is a comedy horror film. It's about the same running time, and it just hits it. In my mind, I wanted Totally Killer to be on par with the Vince Vaughn freaky that we saw a couple years ago that right. was mostly pretty good. That is R, goes into the R, much more violent, much more bad language, much more adult situations. I just thought Totally Killer was just a lot of hot air on a really fun joke that tried to take itself seriously when it wanted to, but didn't know how to explain any of the seriousness away and didn't really understand. Like it was sort of like a car in a race that only went the speed limit when it knew it, right, it had no clue right. it could go hundred miles an hour. Like it just didn't get into a gear that it should have been in all along. And I think the concept, because I love like that running joke, I think there were so many other avenues to go down while also trying to figure out who's the Scooby-Doo bad guy. And then when you figure it out, you're like, oh, okay. All right, but it right, also, it, it is actually horrible. I have to say before you movie. move on, the uh, it is like Scooby Doo. It's, it's like you almost song. want the guy to say, and I would have well, got away with it too because it's so goofball. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, it it had a lot of potential. It had a lot of stuff to it. It just didn't lean into anything except its own sort of like mediocrity, and so that's where it stayed for me. Yeah, you know, but I feel but like still, it, strangely sort of weird fun, but not God more frustrating than anything. yeah, like not nearly like should have been way better. That should have been I, a seven and a half. I think I, I think it could have gone the other way too, and still been just as good. Yeah, um, if it would have just said, uh, "Look, we're PG thirteen, right. and we're a comedy, right. and we're going to be funny." Yeah, it right. could have gone that way too, yep. and it still it still would have been better. Yeah. But again, it's like trying to thread this needle of yeah. being both, right? It yeah. wants to be, you know, horror enough. It wants to be comedy enough. Yeah. It wants to be like this just nostalgia parade enough. Yep. Like it wants to have like all this stuff and be like perfectly down the middle and be for enough people. And you're yeah. like, dude, just pick what you're doing right, do and it. do it, right? It really, it really did. And in the derivative part, it, which isn't always bad, but in the derivative, this will be the last thing I say about it, uh, the derivative part for me was very akin to what Scream, the original Scream back in 96, did where it lingers just long enough on anybody, except, you know, the mom who's dead. Right. Um, but it lingers just long enough on the dad, the podcaster, the friend, the teacher, that everybody could be the bad guy. Like, it just has that weird half eat long, and you're like, oh, my God, it's them. It's them. That's what gets people to stay with it and having a sleepover or a movie party or whatever people are doing. They're like, no, 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 it's them, and they're having a blast with it. I get that it is doing that and doing that well enough, but, man, just do it better. Yeah, it could have even done that do better, better. Um, because yeah. even there's, like, parts in this movie where you're like, is her dad the killer? Right. That's what I'm saying. But like, it won't like stick with any of it enough right that it's it's almost like it it delivers a a short scene yep. where at the end of that scene you're like wait is this trying to sell me on the idea that her dad is the killer yeah. now and right. then all of a sudden it's like that wasn't ever in the movie right like it just moves next, right on and there's yeah. nothing you know anyway yeah so uh you know, decent amount of like kind of fun for disposable little thing. Yeah, but man, it it it's another one that just should have been yeah. better. Yeah, uh, totally. All right, so uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Or uh, I am led to understand FNAF. <laughs> if you're Good. if you're cool, we're not enough. doing that. Yeah, uh, we're not doing the cool speak here, right? Yeah. Uh, so Five Nights at saying that I'm gonna think you're having a stroke. Right I know, now. like you're gonna have like Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, based on the video game series. Yeah, 
And uh, so, I, so I am gonna, I, I'm gonna say I have to like throw out this like weird little thing. Um, so, uh, so I saw this with my daughter, yeah. right? Uh, who's a fan and who was really excited and yeah. who loved it mm-hmm. and and like the whole thing. Um, and it, like I was thrown in a weird way for like a lot of this movie, right? Because really early on in the movie, yeah. uh, you see the killer, right? And it like could not be to me right. like more obvious right. that he's the killer, right? right. And, and I lean over to my daughter and I'm like, so, so that's the killer. And like, I wasn't even like trying to go, look, I predicted you, it or something. Yeah. I'm, I was just like noting right. like how obvious it right. is. Right. And, and she goes, no. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, right. Cause she knows well, it all. Right. Well, wait now, yeah. what is going on with this? Movie? <laughs> right. Um, and then no, he is, and I don't right. know, you know, like she heard me wrong or right. didn't know what. Right. You what know, whatever it was, we're like in the theater. Yeah. But while I'm watching the movie, now, I'm, led to now I've got that in the back of my mind. Right. And I'm like, well, well, wait a minute. She was <laughs> that one's rough. Yeah. Right. I'm like, well, now that would mess I don't know what's going on. You're automatically watching this film that's running at whatever you're thinking it is. But you're like, well, she knows everything's this. different. So and, this is yeah, yeah. Kaiser Sosa stuff. <laughs> like, I'm going to have my mind blown. <laughs> And you're going to talk to me, and I'm going to have my phone. Uh, and then, I had the inside scoop. And then, <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, and you know, I I do want to say just going out. I'm not going to explain this because I'm I'm not going to explain the movie because it, because like I mean, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. You, right. you either know what it is or you don't, and if you don't, you can find out really easily, yeah, right? Okay. It's like based on a video. Okay. So the only thing I I was going to say is that. Um, there are, uh, there's several video games, so it's like, you right. know, what is what, right. but, right. uh, <laughs> apparently, and I, I don't know, right. right. But apparently I have my source and this is fairly close to the first video game, except that they changed things to allow, uh, other characters and yeah. things are Sooner. a little twisted. Yeah. Um, but in like a very general kind of a right. theory, it does kind of just go along with what the story of the yeah, first game is. That's what I'm saying. And so, uh, you know, so what I'm saying is I'm not going to explain like <laughs> the details of what happens because, you know, go find out. It's like this right. whole, <laughs> right. the whole thing's out there. And it's like you're hired to do on the podcast. I don't, like, yeah, I'm out. I'm not going to tell you. You guys, uh, you tell me. <laughs> All right, next week. Like whoa, that went quick. Uh, so so here's the thing. Uh, jumping into the ratings uh, for this movie uh, because I have to say. So uh, first of all, I will throw out um, my daughter, who's a fan. Like she loved it, right? Oh, God, uh, it was uh, fantastic, right? Yeah. And I have to tell you, like watching this movie, this move. It's weird for this for me to say something like this and it's five nights at Freddy's the movie, right. right? But I know this movie like broke me, right? <laughs> it really did, this right? Great. Yeah. Because uh this movie has me at like an existential crisis with how I rate movies. I know. I know where you're going with this. And it is so I've got a comment on this too. It is so augers to like think about, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, trying to throw out uh, a rating. Right. Um, and, and so, anyway, I mean, I guess we can talk later because uh, we'll get your rating in. Um, but at the end of the day, I had to rate this movie at eight. Because you. Because I totally. It I, don't, is, I don't know why you gave it an eight. But it is exactly what it was supposed to be. And not only that. But there was, um, I really expected going into this movie that there was going to be a lot of it that was just completely stupid. Yeah. Right. Uh, and really, there kind of wasn't. It's just like, I feel like rating this, if I was going to rate this movie, because on the, the one, the other side of my crisis, right, is yeah. that this movie is awful. <laughs> Which is hilarious, right? But um, I cannot believe but you're doing this. At the at the end okay. of, at the end of the day, yeah. I'm like, look, uh, rating this on that side of the scale, yeah. or whatever, yeah. 
is like you know rating the Paw Patrol movie. I know. I know. And going, I, know. I get it. Look, I that movie is a one <laughs> because look, that here's all this stupid crap that happens, right. and like planes don't fly like that, and dogs don't talk, and it's like where is the line? Yeah. Um, and I would give it like yeah. I I would be perfectly willing to like you know give this movie a zero or something, right. but. It is like if there's a Scooby-Doo movie and the Scooby-Doo movie was stupid yeah. and you and it did these things that were idiotic that yeah. you know right. were did did not actually make sense within their own world or you know yeah. whatever but this movie is like so for kids yeah that uh it, you know I don't know I, I like I said I I had like a serious crisis of movie rating. Yeah, I get it. But in the end, for what this movie is, uh, like I said, I mean, you know, I can yeah. go rate an episode of Blues Clues and right. and give it a zero right. and go, this is stupid. Look at how superior people don't talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then it's like, what is happening, right? Um, but at the end of the day, making this movie, I'm like, you know. It's not that bad. It's just so, rough so, there you go. That's what I gave it. Long, and then you can uh, no, there's, there's you can talk on here. I I genuinely thought you were going to be considerably, definitely much lower. Um, so okay, the, it's hard sometimes because there's a movie and you can say what you want about the movie or an experience, you know. And I will say this. Um, I think. I think we were both damaged in all honesty, not even not even going for jokes. I think we were both damaged going to see this movie. If we had screened it, if we just watched it on Peacock, we both would have the same low number. Okay. <laughs> what we're what we're reacting to is at least I'm gonna speak for both of us in a small way, but definitely for me, is I love going to the movies. And I love going to a movie that isn't like somebody kicking the back of my chair, but I also love going to a movie where it's fun. And I don't mean the movie itself. I mean, like, I want people to have fun. I want to hear people laughing. I want to hear people screaming if it's a horror film. I just want people to have as much fun at the movies as I've always had. This is, like, right up there because it is in PG-13 territory. It's this game that is a uh, sensation, pop culture-wise. And I guess it was hitting all the marks because watching it not knowing what something meant and hearing all the people in the audience react to laughter or ooze or oh my god look there it is like that was and i don't use the word lightly but i don't mean it as fully as i'm about to commit to it but that was a bit intoxicating mm -hmm. i loved listening to your daughter i loved listening to like at one point your daughter was so excited her feet shuffled like on the floor like she was just like kicking in place like and I heard other people behind us. We we went to this movie uh, just a few days ago, and it was sold out. I mean, we had to sit in the front row because there were no other seats. And I would say, because when we stood up and I got to look at the house before the lights came up, I would say like 85% were kids. Yeah. I mean, there were some parents there yeah. that, that were, but also they were just like, here, I'll see you in an hour and a half. Right. Um, as that experience went that was so much fun because they had so much fun there and I worry about the future of movies. So experience-wise, that's easily an eight. The film is just, you know, the film is bad. And the thing for me is sometimes you get films that are like Harry Potter movies or I just mentioned it a minute ago because of uh, Totally Killer. Uh, no, no one will save you. You get things like the Divergent films, where if you've read the source material, the books are your gateway to the film and the film should do it. But the film is supposed to be there to bring anybody who hasn't read the stuff in comfortably in and enjoy. This didn't, I didn't know what the hell people who were doing what, why, who's that thing? There's a animatronic that bites things. Okay, fine. Like it was so behind the velvet rope and I wasn't supposed to know if I didn't know and it didn't make an effort to bring me in. It just was like, hey, man, killer animatronics. Like, shut up. Uh, okay, I get it. Bad Bugaboo <laughs> Creek, bad, bad Chuck E. Cheese. Um, 
I didn't really love the action. I didn't really love the characters. I thought the motivations were really weird. In all honesty, I now know, I, I feel like I'm grading like Blue's Clues. Like it really is like Lighten Up Man. I think the thing that I can say best about it to me was it felt like another video game movie. It felt like Silent Hill in a weird way. Like it didn't, it didn't care if you didn't know what was happening. Just come along and watch the visuals because that's what you're here to see. You're here to see the killer raccoon animatronic whip its tail into somebody's mouth because that's what happens in the game. You know, I'm making this up, but something like that in the same way that on Silent Hill, you're just there to see like the scary weird bandage nurse walk awkward. Right. And then it sort of went from Silent Hill into Sonic the Hedgehog, which, you know, the Jim Carrey film, which we just saw with uh, Jamie Marston, which didn't make sense at all. Real people in real positions don't really act these ways. It's just nonsense, double dog nonsense that doesn't have a good plot or pacing or acting to it. <laughs> so all of that, I gave it, a, I guess I gave it a, I gave it a three overall which now feels too high but if i gave no one can save you a two and a half and i gave totally killer a four this is in between because the experience of watching the film overrode a bit of it and i own it but if we had just streamed it at home this is coming in at one and a half or two because i wouldn't have been able to have enjoyed everybody else's enjoyment from it and i feel like in a weird way like what you were saying i feel like that matters and i also feel like it shouldn't matter at all so I guess it kind of broke me too. Like I want, yeah, I, I want to judge the film on because we judge films differently. I'm going: is the story good? Is the acting good? Did it, the characters follow their motivation? Are they doing real things that these characters would do? Oh, yeah, sucks. I don't. I, so I don't think. Um, I don't think the uh, experience of being there like changed my opinion. Really? Wow! It did uh, I think? I, I think the experience of being there. Um, I guess maybe like validated what I thought, but like sure. what I thought was that, you know, these certain people are really going to love it. Right. And yeah. here's my proof, right. but not, I loved it. but yeah. not that, well, they really loved it. So I guess it's good and I'll, no, no, yeah, it's no, like, it's better that. and I'll, That's you know, rate it higher story. or add that to it or anything like that. But yeah, no, I get it. Um, so I think, and you know, so we're going to like segue here uh, for our listeners like real quick, because I'm just going to throw out, yeah. um, you know, we are uh, like thinking of uh, bringing this like to YouTube yeah. and, and doing like some video, right? Yeah. And at some point fairly early on when we do that, um, we should have an episode like like not the first time we do it oh, or whatever. Yeah, and this is not going to be like for a few months for or something right? right um you know like not the first episode because i feel like that would be a little weird but after like a few episodes somewhere in there we should like just do Redo it again it. yeah to uh to do our you know here's our explanation of Review, reviewing movies yeah. and stuff and right. you know like know your critics or whatever yeah. and and know what's going on and you know you get like the pieces of it all the time because we talk about it all the time right. but you know just put it together so like like for me uh like i said you know uh hating on this movie is like hating on blues clues or something right yeah. or paw patrol or something right. or or reviewing Paw Patrol in a certain way. Like there's a Paw Patrol movie that just came out, which is why I keep saying Paw yeah, Patrol, no, I know. right? Yeah. But yeah. um like reviewing the Paw Patrol movie and like going, I you know, I didn't believe that dog's motivations in this scene. I and it. it's like, look, man, uh yeah. dogs are gonna something dog. weird is going on yeah. uh with your take. And I mean like I, I'm not trying to, you know, like bash on your oh, like, I the movie. But like my version, which we're all familiar with, is um, how good was the movie at being what it was trying to be? Right. Uh, because ultimately, like, I really want to be open in reviewing movies, right? Yeah. Like, somebody could make, like, a, a really, like I don't want to say bad, but like a bad Florida project, right? Yeah. Where somebody could make a movie with their iPhone and just whip some shit out, right. and and I'm not gonna go. 
well, it looks bad or, you know, whatever. It's like, you're, how good is the movie at being what it was trying to be? Yeah. Right. And then uh, the little like rope I throw myself (laughs) is, is that actually something legitimate to try to be? Right. And I feel like if you are, if you really come down on this movie. Yeah. You are uh, not like you, no, no, right? Like, but like one uh, is like really coming down on the other thing, yeah, uh, and, and just saying like uh, like theoretically, I rate this movie bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like I just, yeah, I just deny your hypothetical of this movie. Like this is not a legitimate thing to try and be, right? Because the movie is the video game, right? Right, and. Uh, what you get in that well, video game is, and like I said, it's different because they've changed it some for the movie, right? right? But what you get is uh, not knowing what's going on, and yeah. suddenly there are animatronics yeah. killing people, right? Right. And we're going to make that into a movie, yeah. And then if you don't like that, that's what happens. Right. Then really, what you're saying is, I deny the legitimacy of that story right yeah. like it's not yeah, that yeah. it's not that the movie failed at being what it was trying to be right it's that i deny your right to be to try that, to be right? that yeah and and for me yeah. i almost never actually do that right right I save that little rope for myself for things like freddy got fingered where i go you know what freddy got fingered was exactly what it was trying to be. And I'm not going to rate it highly anyway. Right. And, it was an exception. And so, like, for me, like, I'm talking about, like, the, you know, somebody makes, like, their own Florida project, right? right. I want to be able to go, and you know what? Maybe the acting is not awesome. And, you know, it's not like it. But I want to be able to, like, give that movie, like, an eight or a nine right. up against, like, big powerhouse things with you know huge actors and everything and like have that be a possible rating i could give it yeah even if at the same time i'm gonna go look this is like the most micro budget indie movie they couldn't get all this stuff but and you know at some point the acting will be too bad right and you just have to go look man (laughs) your acting's horrible right yeah um and you know that's not to say there was like great acting happening right. in this movie, uh, but there you know wasn't necessarily supposed to be great acting. There's animatronic things tilting their head at you. Yeah, well, <laughs> a I lot. Get it. That's like I the get thing. It. Um, but for what this movie was trying to be, I think it did a really good job of it. I mean, I'm not going to give it a ten, right? No. Because it it's still no better. It still had. Lots of yeah. problems. Right. It's still even under those constraints. You know, I still would have done a lot of things differently yeah. and made it better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but still, it it did what it was trying to to do. It's for a very particular audience, sure. right? It's not like you know, like uh, you come out of the movie and go. Thought I was going to Shakespeare, right? right. You yeah. know, like no. what you Get thought what you, you were going to is like a right. little kid movie, right? <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of bad films, just like you, and I grew up in a time just like you where there were tons of things produced and put out for tax reasons or for creative reasons that lined every video store shelf that we've ever seen in our lives that weren't worth watching, but we watched them because it was a movie, right? Um, I I think on some level. Um, the the way that our Venn diagrams can cross, and we can get to that you know later because we're getting pretty far into this. Um, I, I treat films the way I treat most hypothetical questions, which is I accept the premise of every playful hypothetical question as being like, okay, that's possible. Let's let's explore it because I think that's fun. If somebody comes up to me and says, okay, so for this hypothetical question, there's a galaxy far far away. You know, and there are light swords and magical things. Okay, well, I'll, I'll live in that world and set the parameters that you come up with. And if someone says Chuck E. Cheese and his band of, you know, bandmates are now sort of murderous and this is the world you're in. Like, I just remember 
I accept that as the premise and go with that. Judging it not against The Godfather or against Gone with the Wind or anything that is in an echelon higher than this could ever attain to be anyway, based on its own sort of fundamentals. And for me, sometimes that works and I'm forgiving and sometimes it just doesn't and I can't. And in this instance, I wasn't trying to hold this up to anything like Unforgiven and be like, come on, this is not this is not real <laughs> like an animatronic couldn't open its mouth that big like i i get it but even in the like that's why i brought up sonic like remember there's a scene in there where jim carries the evil wacky bad guy and jamie marston's the sort of small town sheriff guy and he's like making these decisions that no law enforcement officer would ever do even in a cannonball run movie right that's what i mean i'm like right. okay i get it and i get it and i get it Right. But I'm not getting it. I'm not buying it. And I'm not selling it. And it is what it is. But I I understand. And again, I feel like for me, the experience is way better than the film was. And from what I understand, the the one criticism from someone who I heard from last last night, Halloween, yeah, two nights ago, Halloween night, um, was that the the real video game starts about 20 minutes from the end of this movie. Like, all the stuff in the beginning isn't even really video game stuff. Like, the game just starts and, you know, Josh is sort of running around bashing all the, like, animatronic monsters and things. And you get it. You also look at any video game and you're like, all right, I'm a plumber and I'm in the tunnels and there are snakes that are coming at me. Or I'm uh, chasing ghosts in a maze, eating dots. What the hell? Like, I I get the video game analogy, but just, man, what a a bomb. (laughs) I'm a bomb. Well, I mean, uh, you know, credit, credit for not getting it zero. Yeah, right? no, because it's not it's not that. I mean, again, when you start when we start treading water at four and my arms are getting tired, I'm like, OK, how low are we going to go? Some of them are obviously zeros or ones. Right. It, the harder ones for me are, are you two or three. Right. Like that's that I, weird. I zone. think I, I think for me, there is a different set of things in this movie that like are available to be negatives. And it didn't really have those. Got it. Yeah, no. So it didn't go hard on them. No, it I didn't know. have those negatives, so it was high. What right? a fun... Uh, and, for, and for you, there's right. a lot more things that can be negatives, and you're like, yep, and it had those. And so. The fun thing that I won't... I mean, it doesn't ruin anything here, but it's also just sort of fun to watch Matthew Lillard in, in a Scooby-Doo kind of film. Right. Because he was in the Scooby-Doo movies. Right. Like, it's just sort of like... He couldn't have not checked on that joke and been like, yeah, why not? Let's right, do this. Right. So, anyway. uh, all right. So uh, that's wrapping it up for there us today. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I actually yeah. have no idea what's going to happen either. next week. Um, but Maybe I guess it will probably at least be Maybe flower moves or something. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, probably we'll, we'll get to some other stuff. But as we close in, oddly enough, on Thanksgiving, and, you know, depending on who you are, you don't think the very beginning of November is closing in on Thanksgiving. Right, right. Um, but for me, it is. And uh, as we close in on Thanksgiving, like we said, uh, we're going to have to hit tons yeah. of stuff as we get closer and closer to uh, award yeah. season. So just be prepared for that. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to let you go now. Thanks that. for tuning in. Uh, please, please share, like, subscribe, rate us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. And otherwise, trick your friends into listening to us. Thanks. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to AreYouScreening.Podbean.com or AreYouScreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.